Welcome to the show. I bought a football club. My name's Stephen Cleave, chairman of Kingsland Town FC. And this is the show that takes you behind the scenes into how to run, or in some cases not to run, a football club. Uh, gives you a little bit of a, I don't know, a flavour for what goes on behind the scenes and how we do it and um, allows you to ask, ask any questions that you would like answered and I get a lot of emails on that basis. I'm not sure now with this new system that they've now, it's now been bought this app by Spotify. And I don't know whether or not it's able to still ask questions like you could. I must, I must find that out. But anyway, I apologise. I, I was meant to be doing one once a month. I think the last one was in August. We've missed September. So you might get two bangs for your buck this month so I can level level life. Um, and, and hopefully get two, 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 two shows out for you this month, and that will, that will hopefully, you'll then forgive me for missing September. Uh, but today we've got on the show James Blower. James is the chairman. I'm not sure if he's the owner. We'll find out um, of, of the how and the why. Uh, with Roxham FC, which is actually probably my local club, and it, I've decided to go a little bit, you know, James mentioned it to me when we last met, and I just thought, yeah, we haven't gone, we haven't gone below step two for quite a while. Um, the last time was with, was with James Leary, when his Marine FC um, valiantly played Tottenham Hotspur and changed their lives. Maybe we should get him back on. I speak to James quite a lot to tell you how it has changed their life, that game. But uh, since then, I don't think we've gone below step three. So maybe this, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'll have to have a look through the, the various recordings. Anyway, without any further ado, let's get James on the show. And then there's lots to talk about with Kings Lynn FC, Kings Lynn Town FC, I should say. Uh, it used to be Kings Lynn FC, but now Kings Lynn Town FC. Um, uh, and I can keep up to date with that um, after we've spoken to James. So see you soon. James, it sounds like you're online. Welcome to the show. I am. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, I apologise, firstly, for making you wait <laughs> such an inordinate amount of time. Um, That's OK. But um, I, I never... I, we should explain that I, I had to pick one of my boys up today and my wife made me cook him, uh, asked me to cook him supper. And I never knew that sausage... was like an eight to nine minute thing, but apparently 30 minutes <laughs> goes into the packet. So... <laughs> Anyway, hence my delay. So I'm so sorry, James. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, tell me, so you're the chairman of Roxham. Yeah, is that is that right? right. Um, I, are you the owner of Roxham as well? I'm not. I'm not quite sure how your structure works. So maybe you can let me know. <laughs> yeah, sure. So we are currently a members club, right? Uh, legally, so we have an annual uh, AGM, and our previous chairman, who'd been in role for just over five years I think uh, left uh, just before that in April and we commenced a search or I commenced a search um, for for your know, replacement for someone to come forward and kind of stepped into the breach in the interim and uh, not really with the intention of, of doing it myself but uh, nobody really came forward we had a couple of people kind of inquire but not really sort of go anywhere and yeah, I kind of, I, I, I kind of picked up the reins and and then um, got asked to do it at the AGM in the summer. So here, here I am. Right, here you are. And so, first of all, just to cover that point off on members club, does that mean? Because I'm, I'm not completely familiar with all the technology, but all the yep. technology technicalities. But does that mean you're a fan-owned club, or does it? Is it a kind of a, a kind of 
I don't know, a, a, a kind of a strand of fan ownership. Yeah, um, that works. Tell me how it works for members. Of yeah, it's 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 kind of of like that. So, um, it's not really got a, a a kind of legal basis. It's really like an unincorporated association, but it it very much works in in that way. So fans can buy memberships. And memberships are called due the right to to vote at the annual general meeting, which includes voting for the officers of the club. So so everyone gets elected uh, annually, regardless right. of, of role. So in the summer, it wasn't just a chair role, it was the whole suite of, of roles that come back up for for election again. So yeah, you pay pay your membership fee and, and you can you can then vote. In in reality. It's a relatively small membership, so it's largely, uh, you know, the same group of kind of people that um, are largely the volunteers that run the club with a few um, fans on top of of that. So that's the current structure, but we are looking to move more towards the probably the supporters model you're kind of more familiar with, the, probably the looking to go down the community interest company where it'd be more formalised and you you have your own legal standing then which is more helpful in terms of being able to access grants being able to access other support um having a, a kind of limited liability as well on the on the officials and directors of the of the club uh, and and also would allow uh, us to do more as a a football club so quite a few clubs in the area have gone gone down that road stone market who we played last night have gone down that kind of road uh Mulbarton have recently um it's it's kind of the more the preferred model now for for a lot of of clubs to to go down okay. so that's what we're looking to take it down next so so basically that that, that 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 opens up more grant opportunities for you and everything else if you're a community interest club versus your current model where you you've got a little bit more liability and not so many grant opportunities. That's right. Yeah, they're, they're, most organisations are not so keen to 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 lend to those because they're, they're not really uh, legally kind of recognised. Okay. And how many members have you got roughly at the moment? Any idea? Yeah, roughly a, a, about fifty paid up. Okay. And you get crowds. What's the average crowd at the moment this season? So we, last season, the average was, was around two hundred and fifty. And right. we're a little bit behind that this season, but that's primarily because we were a little bit boosted by some games earlier in the and the season and some big games last year. But we had, a good, we, had we were over 100, 250 last night uh, for our game, and that that's really where we want to try and try and be. We are one of the you'll, best. You'll, you'll, keep, you'll keep it all in suspense. What was the score? It was uh, it was a good one. We won six one. Uh, so six we, uh, one. Yeah, we were very good last night. Uh, we had a, a perfect hat trick from, from Ryan Miles, who you and I are both fans of. Uh, Josh uh, Josh Harvey came off the bench and got a header, and Ryan Hawkins, who we both both know well, you you from your, his time at Kings Lynn, uh, he he got a brace. So all all the all the main strikers got got on the score sheet last night, and and Ollie Sutton saved a penalty as well. So he was really good, 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 good win, yeah. Yeah, he's deserved that. He's been close on a on a few occasions to to stopping some going the right way, getting hands to it, that sort of thing. So I was pleased for for him. Yeah, good. He's a great kid. So uh, pleased he's 
I'm pleased he uh, got, got the penalty save. The keepers love those. So that, that was quite a... Because Stowmarket, of course, were the opposite. They had tons of money last year and it's, the tap's been turned off a little bit this year. Is that, is that right or is that not right? No, you're, you're spot on, Stephen. That's that's very, very correct. Uh, they, they had a lot of money in the early half of the season and, and were in the, in the playoff hunt. Uh, and then the, the finances were pulled uh, around December time uh, and, uh, and there was an out outflux of of players uh and they they kind of slipped down a little bit um they 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 did okay in the end this season is a is a different approach they haven't they don't, haven't got the money as i understand it this season that they've they've had before and they're they're having to you know blood some younger players and and, and kind of rebuild uh and, and probably a more sustainable club for for that um, but yeah, I did well. I, I think, you know, as much as it's, it's pleasing from my perspective and from Jordan's perspective to to get the, you know, to get such a thumping win and, um, you know, to, to kind of put away the chances, uh, you also feel sorry for your position because it's not nice being on the on the other end of, of that score line. Uh, um, we we're very clinical yeah. last night, and you, yeah, we've all we've all been on the on the receiving end of of those kind of results and it's it hurts when you're on the other side of it yeah it does it certainly does i can speak from definite experience in that department yeah <laughs> you've, you've had you've had a couple of scores you wouldn't have liked this season correct correct some horrendous horrendous scores but uh but we're still here living to tell the tale which is the key the key, the key thing. So tell me this: you, you were but before we go into Rockford. Just tell me, you were obviously to, to be involved in recruiting what you would hope to be the next chairman, although it ended up to be yourself. Um, you were obviously involved with the club a little bit before before you became chairman as well, were you? Was that just as a fan, or you were always doing bits and pieces on the committees and stuff behind the scenes? So it's it's, it's one of those things that kind of it's kind of crept up a, a little bit. So the the kind of background is. A, a, I've, I'm a local lad. I've lived here for lived here for the first 25 years of my life, and and then I've spent the last 20 uh, away, um, living in Guernsey in the Channel Islands and in in Essex and, and other parts of the country. And I've I've always been involved in in football. Um, people who will recognise the the surname will. A lot will re- re- know my dad Roy from his involvement with with Norwich City. Uh, sure. So always been in the family, always been in the in the blood, if you like. And when when my, we lost my dad, unfortunately, four years ago, and um, the club got in, Roxham got in touch to sort of you know send commiserations and 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 at that point we'd already decided as a family we were coming coming back to the area we had a break in the school so the boys were going to be moving schools and colleges anyway and uh, so we decided we we're coming back so I, t- I said well I, I'll be along anyway to watch a few few games uh, because I'm going to be living fairly close to you in the not too distant future and yeah I moved I, I made my move back last January um, and, and, I, and I had a place just around the corner from the ground so I, I started wandering down I got to know Lee, the chairman, and and Chris, the secretary, and um, Richard Graveling, and people involved with the the club. And it's one of those things you you know you start to have a beer and a chat with people, and and then you can see things need doing, and you you help out a little bit here and there, and you know then someone says, well, could you help with the commercial side a little bit? And you say, yeah, I can 
do that. And then there was some concerns about the the banking and the the financial side of things. So I said, well, I'll, you know, I'll have a look at that's not have a look at that for you. And uh, yeah, and it's one of those things that kind of gradually crept up. And then I got asked to join the the the, the kind of board for the the the, the, the community interest company has been a plan for a while. So I got asked to join join that on the commercial side. Um, and it, yeah, it's just kind of grown from from there. And then when Lee, um, you know, left sort of reasonably quickly, un unfortunately, he, he's relocated back to Wales, and that all happened very, very fast with uh, sort of various turns of events for for him. Um, you know, someone needed to kind of get a grip fairly quickly of of what was going on, and yeah, as you'll know, Steve, the the you know the bills come through, people need paying, things need doing, decisions need making quickly. It's never quiet running a, a football club, and yeah, Roxham's no different from from that. And yeah, we had sure. um, yeah things that needed doing, and and yeah, you just you kind of step in. So I I, I kind of just got if you like, I got sucked into it gradually over over the last sort of yeah. 15, 18 months, uh, it's just gradually increased what, what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. Okay, so you're a sensible chap. You're in the financial services industry, so you understand finance. You're, in, you're at Roxham now. So tell me, what, 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 what have you learned? What, what do you think is wrong with the game or right with the game? And is there bits that you've, you think, my word, I can't believe this happens? And yeah. And, well, yeah, well, give us your overall thoughts on it all. It'd be very interesting to hear from someone that's come in from a from an outside financial perspective, looking at uh, looking at a club, you know, such, such as yourselves, which there are many of clubs like our, like, like 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 us, aren't they? So interesting to see. Yeah, the there, there are. I, I think what's I think what's fascinating is uh, I've been involved in in kind of more international football rather than um, and, and club football on on probably on a more you know a lower level than 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 this i think i think what's fascinating is um how little money there is compared to the you know the you know the premier league how um how much clubs um scrape to to survive and fight to survive but also how much um in you know some individuals are prepared to 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 gamble to throw to speculate uh, to invest you know can kind of, kind of dress it up whatever word you want to call it and and probably in some cases it's it's, it's very different depending on the personality involved but yeah how much money some people are prepared to to throw um at, at football clubs uh in in the pursuit of of success in in various forms whether that's league or cup or um you know prestige uh, it's yeah it's a, it's phenomenal sometimes we, obviously like yourself we'll We'll have situations where we'll get approach for for players, or or we'll you know make approaches ourselves to to get players in, and you know, that's they can kind of how you how you ascertain uh, what what people are being paid and, and and what money is being spent. And I think that side of things um, never ceases to amaze me. It's it's in you know it's incredibly hard to run a sustainable football club because you're competing with people. That are not running sustainable football clubs that have other sources of, of funding that you can't match. Uh, so I think that that's probably the the you 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 
you kind of know that subconsciously out of the game, but when you actually see it yourself, it's it's quite astonishing. Uh, and then I think probably on the positive side of things is um, what what the overwhelming um, pleasant side of it is is how many people are um, prepared to turn up and put in phenomenal shifts as volunteers to help the football club be successful. Uh, and we probably, last night's game, I think we had sort of 15, 16 people uh, at a game involved in various capacities. And yeah, we've got you know people like Alan Royal on the gate, who's, who's 85, um, yeah, he's still, you know, he's been everything at the club. He's played for the club. He's been the chairman. Yeah, he's done the gate. He's done, you know, he's done everything. And you know, he's prepared to turn out and give hours of his time still to help the club. Barry, uh, you know, does loads of things at the club: the pitch, the facilities. The, you know, helps people. Was you know, was there from five o'clock and until um, about eleven o'clock last night, and he'll be. You know, down on the pitch today, like Cynthia does the some of the commercial side, and uh, you know, was here meeting people, and uh, right, you know, Rachel, Bethany, and Louise, and James in the in the bar. You know, they're there from from five until eleven, closing up. You know, these people just come and give their time to um, you know to a you know to a club uh, voluntarily because they want to you know they want to be part of something and. They want to see something succeed and that i think that's the overwhelming thing and yeah, we're not unique like that i think every club has you know those those people in, involved and it's, it's you know it's wonderful to see yeah and, and do the books balance then at the end of it all i mean i don't know what your budget is probably don't but give us an eye i mean do, <laughs> do, 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 on a monthly basis is it, is it you know is it james having to throw in a few quid or is it is it all okay yeah yeah, so the, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. There's certain things I probably don't don't want to share, but I, I, I kind of give you an overview um, of of kind of my assessment of it because obviously I've had a look at it from a perspective of of kind of what's gone on historically and then what sort of position we're in um, from this point onwards. So, um, in in terms of historically, uh, Roxham had uh, Kenny Cook who was. I think what you'd probably call a benefactor. So I, I, I think what Kenny did was put money in when things were short. So the, the club kind of largely ran itself. And then, you know, probably towards the end of the season, you know, money starts to dry up coming in, but the outgoings are still there. And, and Kenny put his hand in his pocket to, you know, make sure things were okay and make sure that everything was on a even keel by the end of the season. And the club survived like that for a long period of time. And then under Lee, uh, the the club had um, some money come in for a phone mast and um, has has you had that as a kind of reserve and has then dipped into those reserves and used that. And the position we're in today is we need to be self-financing. So we don't have, a, you know, a benefactor. Um, we don't have a... You know, big reserve, a part of money there anymore to to be able to fall back on. We have got to try and make it work. As you know, outgoings in football don't get cheaper; uh, they get more expensive. So our challenge is 
can we grow the income this year so that we you know can continue to compete and to operate at the level we're at and so far we've been pretty successful at, at doing that and and that's got to kind of continue through the season or or there'll be you know there'll be difficult decisions that will fall on me to to make uh, I've been yeah I've been pretty transparent in terms of 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 that with you know the the members um, at the AGM and the coaching staff and uh, yeah people are are aware of of that situation I think everyone's bought into that and everyone's trying to do their bit to to help and, and make that work and you know we've identified areas of that we can we can do more in uh, we've we've not been. I don't think we've been particularly good at our financial management in terms of making sure we collect uh, monies that are owed to us um, and invoicing promptly, managing cash flow. So there's some sort of basic stuff that we can do a lot better. Last night we we held a, a what we call our business club and invited our commercial partners along to the game and engaged with with them more. And we've probably been quite good at asking people for money in the past, but not very good at perhaps giving back and engaging with those people to to make sure that everyone benefits from from the partnership and we, we're doing more there uh, we, we're going to try and do some more events this year we've we've had a better run in the cup this year uh, as, as well which will will help um so we're, we're trying to trying to tack it on a number of areas we've we've looked at the gate income and the the catering and we've yeah we've obviously we've We've had increased costs in there, and I think in the past maybe we've been slow to to pass those on, but we've made sure we've done that this year so that um, yeah we keep up with with our own costs and, and don't fall behind during the season. So it's it's been a case of a, attacking it from a number of, of different levels to um, to get there. And I, yeah, I think to be honest, Steve, I think also there's a you know there is a piece about making a club somewhere that what your people want to be at as well and um we you know i think we we had a really good night last night and i think you you, you kind of have to put on more of those type of occasions not just the performance on the pitch obviously that helps but actually off the field as well it last night you know the club i said on twitter today you know the club keeps me awake at at, at times uh last night it kept me awake for positive reasons because actually i you know i was on a real high after everything that went on, you know, just everything came together beautifully last night on and off the pitch. Uh, and that was a source of, you know, great, great pride. And I think that, um, you, you know, you need to try and build something like that so you can engage more people. And we are we are starting to get more people come forward to to help out with different things. We had uh, Guy Allen, who's, who helped with social media last night. He's, he's come forward because we've, we've appealed for for more help and you know we've got we've got people coming f- through like that here saying well you know I'll, I'll help out or okay we've done a commercial brochure this year which is not something we've ever done but before and people have have taken that and gone oh this is really nice actually and um yeah okay I, I, yeah let me look at that i think we could probably help you there we'll, we'll you know we'll take a we'll take a partnership here or we'll, we'll help with that area for you um I, I, it's i'd say there's no there's no easy uh there's no easy answer there's no magic wand it's, it's just working really hard in 
in a number of different areas to to drive income forward. I mean, as a as a club, we operate on a turnover of of less than two hundred thousand a year. So yeah, we are um, you know we're running over twenty teams on that that turnover. So we've you know we've uh, we we we've got a a, a very small income level relative to football um but that's a lot of money for for you know individ from an individual perspective um so how but, much of that 200 grand is commercial income would you say um of of that um probably historically um a very small percentage significantly less than 10 percent um last year uh we did a lot more to to build that up and and this year we we've already had more commercial income than than i can see in the accounts that we've we've ever you know we've had for as long as uh, you know i can see back in records so i uh, i think that, this that year, is that sponsorships do you it's it's a mixture so it's it's sponsorship so we've we've got a, a new we've got shred station have agreed to sponsor the the men's first team this year which is a, okay. a new sponsorship and, and that's a, a a record one for the club we've got our our first uh women's team sponsor this year who actually put you know putting money in we've had people donate kits in the past um or pay for kits but nobody's actually said yes commercially are back your women's team so kingsley have done that this year which has been been great um we've we've got uh yeah we've got a reserve team sponsor bateman so we've got um individual team sponsors which is is great with people actually you know backing it more than just providing a kit we've got a record number of boards around the grounds you uh, you came um and watched one of our games the other week and um, you know, the ground is uh, around the perimeter is nearly covered now and we're going on the inner perimeter and we've got a good chunk around there and that's before we had gaps around the outer perimeter and nothing on the inner perimeter. So we, we've, we've had a lot more people come forward and say, yeah, I'll take a board at the, the ground. Our programmes are, are significantly improved this year. Last year we had about 14 players sponsored this year. We've got the whole management team and playing squad of 24 covered and the women's team we've got all bar a handful of of those sponsors so that's a big step forward compared to where we've we've been so that is not huge sums of money but they you know they no. they stack up to get they together like a mean what about the march the, the, the phone march does that bring in big bucks a year because they, they used to bring in 50 60 000 or yeah so, so the deal on that was a lump sum one so that that's money that we've had historically and has has, has been and gone now that's been Oh, that's okay. been spent in previous years, so I, I don't have that that to come, unfortunately. Oh, that would have made your job a little bit easier. But tell me, what are the budget? I mean, you're are you step four? Am I right with that? We um, are step four. Yeah, yeah. Step four. So, um, budget wise, what's I know you want to tell me what you're what you're spending a week, but you can tell me what some of your competitors are spending. What do you think the average budget is? Yeah, in a playing budget in your your league who are the big top spenders and who are the kind of what's the kind of bottom end would you say yeah i i think um what i would i would say is it i would i would imagine it varies quite significantly my view would be that we probably are operating on 
a bottom four budget uh, in in the league. Um, so we would we would say that performance versus financials, we you know, we should be kind of if we're achieving, we should be struggling to sort of you know fight, fighting in that group to to stay up. So we massively overachieved doing tenth last season. We're you know we we obviously we we want to improve on that this year, but that will be significant overachievement if we do that. I think at the top end of of our league, I would I would suspect that there are our teams that have got playing budgets uh, around the probably one fifty level. Uh, looking at some of the money that's been been spent, uh, and I would think that a, a kind of uh, a good um, you know average budget is is still considerably into the the six figures in our our step so it's it's a so lot it's a four grand four grand a week top end budget two ish yeah yep yeah two and a half. so that's interesting um because when i took kingsley over it had a budget of th- step three so one level higher it had a budget of three grand a week that's what it was you know um yeah so um anyway now it's that wouldn't wouldn't get you in the top part of your league hmm? Um, yeah, I, I would say so. I think I think we've you know we've had some some people spending some some big money, um, and and I think uh, I, I think that's filtered filtered down the the leagues now. I think um, yeah that that is tra- you know it's, it's it's radiating down all, all levels, isn't there? You've had, yeah, I, I lived in. In Billericay, um, before I, I was here, with yeah, you had Glenn Tamplin there spending you know huge sums of of money, and and you you know I think if you go back over the years, you've you know even people like you know Dale Vince when he was at Forest Green, uh, who was spending you know significantly over what everyone else in that league was was spending, and it still took him three years to get to get out of it. So. Yeah, it's and, it, and it, he wasn't playing one orange in those days either, was he? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think we've I think we've seen it at all all levels. Well, Obviously, you know, Wrexham are in have, have been in there, and you know, there's yeah. I think you 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 and I probably have sort of reasonably similar views on that. It's very hard to compete with, but but in hmm. on the positive side, they have they have been you know good at shining a light on on non-league over here and. And raising the interest in it, and and we do all benefit from from that exposure ultimately. Um, but yeah, it's in, it's incredibly it's incredibly hard to to compete financially. I, th- I think you do need someone putting their you know putting their money in, or or you need to have re- you know really really good good crowds. It's it's um, yeah. who's got the best crowds at your level at your league? Sorry, um, that's a. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't actually. No, last year we had uh, it was you know it was hashtag uh, in oh, yeah. in the league um, who were the big you know the big ones. They um, you know they brought what, in. What are they you know, oh, I, I I wouldn't want to try and guess with with them because yeah. um, I mean they were just in a different league. I mean last last year I would say the league was kind of not not necessarily sewn up but hashtag and Sudbury were just kind of always always going to be way ahead of everyone else um we 
Um, we know we feel this year that it's probably more open and you know last night's results probably an example of that. Ipswich Wanderers who hadn't won a game all season went to Lowestoft who were um, top of the league and um, and beat them. Uh, you know, last Lowestoft have got had a couple of key injuries and um, Ipswich changed their manager and brought in Glenn Driver, who's a you know very good coach, uh, and that you know clearly is. You know, made an impact yeah, for. Used to be at Leyston. Was the same guy used to be at Leyston? Was that that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. He's been out, been out for a little while. Um, yeah. He has come back, come back in there. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I'd probably say just think, but, but probably Berry Town probably get to around five hundred. Probably the yeah the top in in our league. Um, not ground, very nice pitch. Lovely pitch. Yeah, and uh, you know they've, you know they've got a. Uh, I, I think they'll be one of the teams that are that are up there this year. They they'll definitely be, you know, pushing to to get up. Uh, yeah, in terms of probably attendance wise, we're probably you know top seven, top eight. Um, you know, yeah. uh, how much does it cost to get in? I've got to ask you. How much does it cost to get in? I never. Yeah, so we 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 put ours up this season to ten pound for an adult. Um, we eight pound for concessions. We charge three pounds for youth, and then we let children in, basically under sixteens in. If they come with a parent, we we'll let them, we we'll let them in for free. All right. So, um, we're we're probably a little bit cheap in the league. We we definitely don't go to anywhere where it's less than what we charge, and we go some places where it's eleven, twelve to to get in. Right? Yeah. But yeah, we compete with teams that are in more affluent, um, you know, areas, and you're closer to London. Right? Well. 13 of the 20 games we play are, you know, all either um, on the edge of the M25 or within, you know, 15 minutes of. So, um, right. you know, we you kind of expect, you know, expect that. Right? So, you know, we try it. So, we, you know, we are, we do compare, we do look at, you know, what others in the league are, are charging for entrance and for, uh, you know, the, the catering and the bars and stuff like that. But, we're also mindful that we do live in a different geographical location. We are kind of, you know, we're the most northern team in our our league, and we are some way from from our, you know, our, our kind of nearest ones, even you know, Galston and Lowestoft in our league. Even they are good, sort of forty minutes, forty five minutes from us. So we're in our own kind of geography, really. Mm. So tell me what what's the what's the what's going to happen to non league football? Have you had any? Have you got any insight on that? Is there more money coming down to to the to the, to the, the never regions, or um, have you got anything to tell me about that side of things? God, that's a that's a subject, isn't it, Steve? Uh, yeah. I well, I, they talk, they're talking about it at the moment, aren't they? I'm told. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I I can't I can't see it personally. I I can't see it happening. I I think um, I think we will see. I think we will see a bit of a reckoning and I think we will see a, a little bit of a levelling out. Um, I, I think I, I, I'm looking at that more from a, from, from the economy perspective. I, you know, I think we are in for, you know, tough 12 months generally uh, economically. And I think that will play, uh, you know, that'll have it play out in the, in terms of having impact on attendance is what people can spend at football matches and you know that will have impact in terms of of players and wages and i think 
that you know that will have a have a shakeout. I I think some of the people that have kind of gambled historically will will not be able to sustain that. Will you know will be impacted. Um, it's not all people that have you know kind of got vast wealth. It is some people that are relying on your know, business wealth continuing to come come in that will be impacted. So I I, I think I think we will see some impact and some shakeout, but. I also think that you know there's there's an element of you know there's 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 too many people that love football and love the game and there's too many people that will are prepared to have a go and 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 I think that that will always exist and that will always you know proper there'll always be people who want to chase the chase the dream and who will you know will prop up the game uh, so I I don't I don't think we're you know going to see a, a situation where you know it, it kind of all completely crashes but I think there will be there will have to be some leveling out at, at, at some of the lower levels because I, I just think that the economy will, will, you know, will interfere with that now. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. It may, it may, well, it's never easy, um, but um, yeah, at the moment, as you know, it's it's not maybe a little bit harder than it than it, than it has been. So, um, anything else before we go that you'd like to discuss or? air or talk or yeah, yeah, about before um i thought give you a couple of minutes if there's anything you'd like to yeah, you'd like you'd like to you'd like to bring up yeah i i, I guess i probably uh i'd probably be interested in 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 chatting to hit kind of hearing your views on quite, you know how do you see how do you see the situation sort of you know for teams like ourselves that you know a couple of levels down from yourself you're you're yeah, obviously you've got aspirations you're looking upwards um but i'm sure you obviously look over your shoulder as well and see what's going on in the, the league below i know you like to uh you personally like to trade players and you're interested in in players and you're um you're always very aware of who's who and and who's where um you keep your eye on on things i guess how do you see it it playing out what do you see um you know how do you see the situation well, you see, I, I think, I think, and there's so many moving parts to it. And I think the government's made, I think they've made a mistake. And I think this whole review with Tracy Crouch, they've, they've, they've handed it on a plate to Labour. Yeah. So from PR, I think it's a PR disaster from their perspective. Um, and I think they need, to, if I was in their shoes, I'd want to get hold of it and actually do something positive as opposed to give the, give it to my opposition. I know, I know it's an independent. I think the average person in the street will tell you it's a Labour thing, you know, as opposed to yeah. an independent thing. So um, I don't think they've done a particularly good job of that. I mean, maybe they have done a good job about it, but maybe it's got to come about that it doesn't speak, it's not broadcast in the right manner, should we say. So I'd like to get ahead. I mean, um, as you know, I've got one, one of my ideas is to, and we, we, we all had to, we, we had to um, borrow money in the, um, in the COVID times, because we had to, we were we were deemed a professional football club, and therefore we are a professional football club. But we were deemed that we had to continue, and so they lent us money to do that. And of course, we now have to pay it back. And one of my ideas was, and I still think it's a very good idea, um, that the government, um, the government, cancel the debt, and instead take I don't know, a small percentage of each club, and they give it to the fan group. Mm -hmm. um, so it's yeah. basically a debt a debt for equity swap um, if you like um, yeah. and if the government were to do that um, it would be so surely supported by Labour because they couldn't say no they can't have the Tracy Couch report and then say that's a terrible idea because that's exactly what she's 
she's suggesting people should be doing, you know, um, as one of her yeah. things. So that that to me seems eminently sensible compared to what they gave the banks and wrote off. I don't really think it's a great deal of money uh, involved. I think the top end clubs, I mean, we, we didn't get this, but the top end clubs may have borrowed two to three million. I don't think anyone got over three. So um, and it was a very difficult circumstance and probably not necessary to, to have done most of it in, in hindsight. But um, but there we go. So that 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 could be handled better. I, I do think there there needs to be. Uh, I, look, I think clubs such as your, yours, and, and again, it's such as mine, um, we are doing our bit. Um, and I think there should be, I think there'll become broader bases to the clubs. So like I'm sure you're doing, you go out there and you do a lot more than just do football now in the week. I mean, as you say, you've got 20 teams, you've probably got a youth groups and you know, various things yes. and you entertain kids. So that's one aspect of it. But there's also other bits where we go out, I mean, we've, our, we've set a charity up, as you know, which as opposed to a, um, a CIC, uh, and we go out and we do all sorts of things in the community, which not all of it, quite a lot of it, isn't football related at all. Um, but we're put on things. They have to be run as a business because otherwise you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do it. So we say, like, we'd like to do this. Let's go and find the money, and then we go and put it on. Yeah. And uh, the only thing is, we don't get any return for it, but we just manage to put on something which is, be it loneliness, be it. Well, we had these very good coffee mornings that were going on where people would just drop in for coffee. Um, older people and just and we, we, I think that's because we got the money from the charity shield which we don't get anymore because um, we got relegated but but that's where that money came from it was only a thousand quid but it's not a lot of money but you don't need a lot of money to do a, to do little things if you you've got lots of people that are able to do it um, so I think that that will happen um, I, I just and I am always amazed because you know when you look at the country that we live in how many football clubs there are yeah uh, you know, with it, you can throw a throw a, a, a pebble around a you know a square radius or a cir circular radius. You know how many how many clubs are there? I mean, you're you're probably my local club, but between yeah, we've got I've got a club in my village, yeah, where I live. There's a club yeah. around and up the road, Elsham. There's there's just yeah, there's so many football clubs, yeah, um, um, yeah. which is extra. But I don't think that, that there seems to they, they seem to have got through this long um, without without being in the main financially well managed they just seem to have gone from disaster to disaster but somehow got through it so I, I don't see any reason why um that won't continue and i did speak i remember when this whole thing of scumford it was scumford blew up and the, the the league were talking about that they most people aren't that bothered about you know if someone comes in that's a, that's not going to run it properly they're all behind him to pick up the pieces it seems to be the view yeah um which yeah. may not be the case i'm not so sure in my in our case and Maybe not in your case, but with the bigger clubs, I'm sure that is true. Yeah, um, the bigger non-league clubs, they can always find someone. Yeah, because they get, they get. You know, I mean, you look at Scunthorpe's last gate; they got over five thousand for a, for a, for a non-league football match at step two. Yeah, um, yeah. against Rackley, who brought forty-eight fans. So you know, yeah. five thousand people. So so uh, you know, that's probably bigger than a lot of league. I don't know, but I haven't looked at the League Two crowds last weekend. But I bet you there's several crowds that aren't up, up at that level. So um, yeah. It, it, I don't know. I just think the money needs to be, I mean, and this is the problem that whenever you give a club more money, they spend it, and of course that's true. But but the reality is it, it, that I think your level and the one up, you can you can you can fudge life and get away with it. Yeah, just about. But yeah. as soon as you go beyond that, yeah, it becomes a very very different beast because the travelling is. I mean, we've got, for example, uh, we've, we're playing Darlington on Saturday, and then the following Saturday. We're playing South Shields, 
Um, so there's two very long trips to do. They're both away from home. So you both need hotels. So we, we won't get away with any change. You know, it'll be at least 10 grand for those trips, those, those two trips. So before we pay wages, we've got to pay 10 grand out in travel. And however well run you are yeah. at, at our level, you know, it's a lot of money. I mean, did we take 10 grand on Saturday on the gate? I don't think we put anywhere near 10 grand. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So what, what, that won't even pay for those two trips to go. Then everyone says, well, cut your, cut your, uh, you know, cut, cut your coat according to your cloth, you know, what you've got. But that's all very well to good. So that would, that would mean we'd, we'd have to have volunteers playing. Yeah? And then they say, yeah. we'll get the commercial department. But in reality... You could, you could, you're not going to generate. I don't believe you can generate um, uh, five hundred thousand a year at a club like ourselves. Yeah, in commercial revenue, you might be able to over a period of time, but it, but it's not. You're not. It, it's going to take you a long time to get there because it's a lot of money you know, to, to 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 get. You can certainly generate six figures, but you know, once you get over two hundred thousand, I think you're doing pretty 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 good. So my view is that the way forward is to. Um, I think what clubs, I think clubs at four, step four and three, they'll be more in their communities, they'll be doing stuff. And probably steps two and one need to do a lot more um, looking more internationally and seeing what they can. Obviously, I, as you know, I try and keep the lights on by training players, um, which I think is a good way of, of doing things because it also gets the player into, into the, you know, the better leagues yeah. and, and therefore every, everyone really wins, no one loses, which is nice. But, um, but equally, you can't always rely on it because you're never quite sure. I mean, as you know, the player I wanted to, to take last season, I spent all season chasing was Josh Stokes at Sudbury. And, of course, um, I told my old manager about him and the first thing he did is went and signed him when he went to Aldershot. Um, and after saying he did, yeah. giving, giving a press conference, saying, why would we want to look at people in step eight? And, and then as soon as he said that, then a few weeks later he went to see him. Then, of course, a new agent, funnily enough, turned up at the right um, at, at around that time, which meant, that I couldn't sign him, you know? And so yeah. he said, go and sign him, knowing full well that I couldn't sign him. And then, of course, he gets the order shot and signs him. And, of course, now he's scored six goals for them in that league. He's probably worth some money. Oh, he is worth some money. And uh, um, But the question is, will he let him out uh, or will he keep him, you know, wrapped into his contract? I don't know. On the opposite of that, I'd, I'd, let, them, I'd let them go because we have to, you know? That's where we are. Yeah. So we, yeah. we want to sell. So, so that's it. I think, and I think there's a lot we can do internationally as well. You know, um, um, I know that sounds a bit far fetched, but I think there is on the on the education side. If you look at our academy, which didn't exist four years ago, we've got 500 kids in it now, and we've got 60 in the local school, um, which is good, or maybe slightly more than that. And we've got 20 odd in the under 23s, but they're not making as bucket loads of money as everyone thinks because we're not we're not overcharging everyone to come. Yeah, you know? we just do it really to try and make a little bit but not much but we're not so we're not making much but i think if we can get it we we can go the next stage up and do international students then i think that and put them into degree courses i think that can make some proper money um and it's not that difficult to do it just just needs a bit of structure really yeah yeah i've got to find new ways that's basically it <laughs> yeah i i mean i think that's that we we, we, yeah, we face similar challenges at different scales too to it, but but it's exactly it, isn't it? We've we you've, you're fighting to find you know, new ways uh, of bringing in money, bringing in income, engaging people with the club. Um, yeah, you're just operating on a on a larger scale, but I, I don't I don't think the challenges are 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 different in in that sense. It's um, and I I I think uh, from our engagements uh, so far, yeah. I think you, you, you hit a similar thing to me. A lot, a lot of stuff comes your your way. 
some of it serious and important and and, and other things that are you know quite quite trivial but it just has to has to go somewhere and that's the that's the life of uh an only chairman isn't it that uh you you uh you you deal with all sorts exactly and i think the problem is the a number of hours in the day that's that's the big issue um for me um finding the time to do everything that needs to be done uh, yeah. because it just takes you know um it just takes a lot of time um and, and you know i can't I mean, I couldn't tell you what I've done. I've written down loads of little things today to do, and I've got to tick them off as I go along. Um, but, you know, I've got people, as you just said, I've got to loans. We've got to invoice. We've got to do some of those. We're trying to get some players out on out on loan at the moment, as you know, which we've just yeah. got six or seven sort out. But, you know, I'm, I'm very poor at invoicing those, so I need to do that. There's, I mean, I've got to collect some money from clubs from a couple of years ago still, which I still haven't got around to, which I, which I have got around to, but it's just gone to the back for us. So there's a lot of cheap, easy wins, but those cheap, easy wins take a long time you know, to, 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 to sort out because you've got to put the hours into just to do that. Um, and what I'm always trying to do is find some, some, some nicer angles, which are a bit more interesting to deal with, which, of course, um, you can't always do what you want. You know? <laughs> just, no, that's right. There are certain things that just have to be done, don't there? There are certain things that you can't shy away from, even if you don't really want to do them or, or enjoy them. They just need to be done for the club to actually function. Exactly, exactly. And there's so much, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sort my operating uh, side out. because I mean, we've got two, two issues. We've got an operation side we don't have. And we've got a commercial side, which we also don't have. So the operation side, I think I'm going under control and I'm going to work that out. Yeah, we've had you know, silly little things that I can't have going on and, and, and um, it would just take too much time up, you know. So I've got to find someone to run the operation side. And then the commercial side, the problem with that is once you start paying someone, someone turns up and they want X, then they've got to cover their salary by bringing what they bring in. And the reality is, yeah, even if you pay someone just a reasonable salary, not an extortionate salary, they're doing quite well, I think, to cover their salary. So what you're really doing is relying on the business repeating and the guy getting small the following year and, and so on and so on. So it's a long, it's, it's not a quick fix. It's a long-term uh, deal. And you've got to find the right person. Obviously, when you've got volunteers like you've got, it, 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 if you can get them to do deals, then it's, obviously it's a lot easier, isn't it? Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it is. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's a... That's a challenge, isn't it? In, in in theory, you sort of think, well, um, you know, pay, pay somebody a you know a, a salary um, or you know even a commission, um, and and you know you bring you know bring in some some extra money. But in reality, even paying someone a you know a reasonably modest salary um, is you know it's a big ask to get them then to bring in um, it, you know just enough to cover cover that. And you, you know, then there's always that thing of, well, would we have got some of that anyway? So net, net, we'd have been better, right. <laughs> better off. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, you know, those those people uh, as as well are incredibly hard to to find. Um, I, I think uh, you need exceptional circumstances, don't you, to come to come off? I think where, yeah, I, I'm a Aware of a couple of clubs where you've you know got someone in who's he's on a very small salary, he's got they've got other sources of income and and can kind of combine the 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 two of of kind of helping out on the commercial side and the general running of the club and ticking over their, their sort of business interest or uh, you know a, a a kind of role at a company 
um, that's not too strenuous for them and, and and it kind of works for both ways but those those people are few and far far between um yet so yeah. And I, and I if you look at, go on, sorry, uh, James. No, no, I was going to say it's just incredibly challenging, isn't it, to, to yeah. you know, to, to to do that. We'd all we'd all love to sort of say, oh, we outsource that, or we get someone in to, to take care of that, but it's 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 never as simple as that. It's a it's a big gamble to take someone on, to in the hope that they can generate that commercial income for you, because yeah, it's no, very few people can do that from a you know, a, a standing start almost, um, and, and and come in and bring in, bring in income. It takes time to build up those relationships. Yeah, it certainly does. And I think if you look at, um, if you look at life, uh, I mean, someone says to me recently, oh yeah, but look at Boston, how how well they've done. People forget about Boston. I mean, Boston's a, a first of all, it, it, they have they have double the number of fans that we do at games as a, as an average. Number two, if they've got a brand new ground, but they forget that it's taken them. 10 to 15 years to build it um and number three um they've been in our league for an awful long time yeah and when you're in a league for a long period of time it, and they and, and obviously they've been a lot higher they've been in the football league it enables you to, to to put in processes and people and time and effort and, you know and, and get things right um and then with that for example their community program has been going i don't know for how long but for, 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 for i would have thought probably seven eight ten years yeah it's a very good community program which generates a lot of a lot of you know exposure for them and probably cash flow in, 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 in not directly but indirectly. So you yeah. know those things aren't, aren't instant. They don't they don't they didn't just turn up there one day and just turn on the tap and there it all was. It just took time. And I think people don't realise that. They just think it can be, you know, it can be done overnight, which it can't, you know. And an our community program, I don't know what it took in grants last year or this year, but you know, it, it, it it's taking in I would, I would have thought 40, 50,000 a year, and it didn't do have anything. So that's quite a significant something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, although it can't directly benefit the football club, but it, it, it just shows that we're, we're of use to the community. And I think that's where it's, it's helpful. And, I, and obviously our council, we, we've got, we've got the hope that we, I've got permission to put concerts on. And that's the, that's the other thing we're trying to do, trying to work out a plan to see what we can, what we can put on. It's not as easy as I thought, because apparently the magic number you need is 20,000. To put a concert on, that's when it starts to make financial sense for the big bands. So therefore, we're we're at four thousand, and so we've got to find a. And you you'd be a probably at, twelve thousand because you get ten thousand people. If you were doing it, yeah. so, but, yeah. but equally you try and find a band that's going to come for ten thousand. It's very difficult. So so anyway, all the things you think could work aren't quite always as easy as you think they're going to be but but nevertheless they're still worth doing and trying and put because you don't know which one is going to work that's the point if you don't do anything then you you just get shot down in flames doing nothing she may as well try a few things and and hope one of them comes off but i think we'll all be here so i hope we'll all be here in a few years to come yeah um it's just um we'd, maybe it will you know i'm sure it will change because life does change yes i i think it will and I'm sure some of that will be for the for the better, and, and maybe some of that that won't be. But I think I, I think I think both both clubs will will be uh, will be fine. Will survive. Uh, we may have to adapt uh, to the conditions, but I'm I'm sure we will be. So. That's it. That's it. Well, good to chat as always, James. And you're welcome at the walks. You fancy coming to watch a game? Um, come along. I'll definitely do. Thank you. Yeah, I shall. Uh, shall definitely uh, take you up on. On that, and uh, if you're uh, if 
you're struggling for a pre-season friendly, we we'll would happily uh, host oh, you in the course, course. Yeah. 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 Just, so, just remind me towards the end of the season, I'll put you in touch with the manager. I'm sure. I'm sure we'd like to yeah. come down yeah, that day. Right. Uh, it'd be a nice easy game for you to get to, won't it? Yeah, exactly. It'd be 15 minutes away or something, isn't it? I mean, it takes me about 15 minutes to get to you. So, yeah, I'd definitely like that. That saves me having to travel at an hour and 10, whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Okay. We'll love you to chat to you. Thank you for your time. Most interesting insight into the life at a step four club. And uh, I hopefully I'll see, I'll see you on the circuit. Yeah, definitely. Good luck for the season, Stephen. We'll see you soon. Yeah, you too. Thanks, James. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Bye. So welcome back. That was James Blower, chairman of Roxham Football Club, Step 4. And um, a useful and interesting conversation about life at, uh, at Step 4, really. And, and, and all, the, all the issues and, and, and things that he has to deal with. And very simply... Um, we all deal with the same issues, but they just have um, more noughts um, the higher up the pyramid you go. Otherwise, it's all pretty similar. So um, where are we? Um, Kingsley and Town Football Club. Um, yeah, the Tommy Widrington case, the six months is, is now over. Um, we failed in our, in our bid to get the... Um, it wasn't a fit and proper part of the of the of the league, but the league has a panel where they look at incidences which could bring the game into disrepute. Um, they looked at the Tommy Widgerton thing. Um, the the issue that the league had, and I understand it fully, is that there there is no there is no rule in in the national league about poaching other people's managers. They they tell me that because of this, they are going to change the rules because of the situation with what, what's occurred. Uh, it can't be done for a few months because otherwise they'd have to call an EGM, but it's going to happen, I think they said January, and by next, by next, uh, the next season, it will be in place. Um, it is in place in the Football League and the Premier League, but it's not in place in the National League at, at the moment. So therefore, um, whilst the panel um, couldn't do a great deal, what they did say was that they did agree that there was clearly a case that Mr. Widrington had broken his contract with Kings Lynn and they're obviously there. Therein lies uh, our, our situation. Some of you might be saying, oh, why haven't we done anything about it? And the reason being is because we are waiting for his six months notice to expire, which expired at the end of September. I had he have been done things properly, he would have handed his notice in and then um, come to a, or he would, he stroke oil shot would have come to a deal with us um, or, um, he and he wouldn't he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been able to work, but he didn't do that. He just said, "No, well, you know what? I'm off, so stick it." Um, in nice language, uh, nicer language than that, um, which is fine. So the reality is, um, we now we now we now move on to um, to, to 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 the legals on that side and see where we end up with that. And the and the tapping up scenario, uh, the FA are investigating, so they they are going on at the moment and they are talking to players that. Mr. Widdington did an order shot or and or I'm not sure which did tap up. So um, oh, at Kings Lynn, obviously, and I know who they are, but we won't go into those at the moment because that can be for another day. So um, that's that. As regards the management change uh, at Kings Lynn, um, interesting story. We changed manager, chopped it. I'll, I'll do it very briefly. Um, what did I do? Did I make the right decision? I always reflect on these things afterwards. Um, and think to myself, should I have made a different outcome? Should I have chosen a different, uh, a different route, a different set of circumstances? But I, I chose, I chose Mark Hughes a because I liked him, b because I think he's 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 a very good coach. I know he's a good coach, and c because I thought he would make it in in football at some point. Um, so the gig is 
that he um, was brought in to do a uh, uh, a job after Tommy left us in the lurch. He won five games out of five, which was the best that he could have done. He then uh, got to the playoff final and we lost it against Kinnaminster. We deserved to lose it. We weren't good enough on the day. Um, and I decided to keep him. Now, that was the bit that maybe wasn't right. Maybe I could have switched him at that point. But equally, if you look at his record, five out of six wins is pretty good. On the flip side, other people say, well, a lot of that's down to Tommy. It's Tommy's team. It's Tommy's this, Tommy's that. Um, therefore, um, Mark's just following on what, what he what Tommy was doing and to be fair that's a reasonable point so um anyway I wanted to know I think Mark gave it his best shot um he, he injuries let him down a bit um this problem and that problem let him down um he, it's hard and it is tough being a manager these are these are the things that are sent to most people don't make it as managers and let's be honest most people fail as managers there's very few people that make it as a manager every year one guy wins the league a couple of guys get into Europe in the Premier League three or four or five maybe nowadays six or seven by the time they finish with it with the latest new um they've diluted now the club world cup so the last four league winners the last four winners get into it so they don't um so they just extend the money it rather dilutes it though it just means oh don't worry you can fail 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 again but it, if you've done it four years ago we'll still bring you back for more give you the best chance ever anyway so i digress but the point is that the reality was obviously it was the wrong move and i had to make a change and the change then was very important. So Mark wanted more time. I understand that because I, I you know, why wouldn't you want more time? But but that would have. I looked at the fi fixtures. I looked at the dates, and I looked at everything. And I just thought it was, if 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 I gave him more time and it went wrong, um, we could get relegated. And I just couldn't run that risk. So um, I had to make a decision and take a decision and um, thank Mark for his time and, and, and move forward. Um, Adam Lakeland was a, is the standout candidate for me. Very simply, if you look, if you did it, I put this in my programme notes and I put it in the EDP article I write when we're, when we're at home. If you look at points, points versus pounds spent, he'd be premiership material, definitely top of the table. Um, and he worked for Kurz and Ashton before, before us uh, and they punch above their weight and they do it because they got good recruitment they they are fit they know their system they know their place they know their role and 99% of it's down to the manager for bringing in the right people and bringing in the right systems and putting the right holes the right people in the right holes so well done to um, uh, him and not just that he did it he did it at Farsi Celtic he got them promoted from the, the Northern Premier League he worked for Blackburn he, for the ladies and also for the academy he also worked at Norwich Victoria he'd been number two before at Curzon Ashton and he's 38 so he's done pretty well for 38 for that management experience which means he's not a dinosaur kind of manager he's got that uh, mixture of you know hard work endeavour looking at the new way of doing things um, as well as you know, not letting go of what 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 what's worked so far for so many so many football clubs, um, and hard work and turning up at games is is in my opinion ninety percent of it. I remember sitting turning around. I went to watch Wrexham play a game against uh, Crawley. Um, I can't remember when it was, but some years ago, I turned around one night and there was Alex Ferguson sitting there. And of course, I I remember why because they were playing at Crawley and Man United in the FA Cup. And Alex Ferguson, rather than leaving it to chance, uh, went to went on a Monday night to Wrexham to watch, to watch his to watch the team they be playing Crawley uh, in a couple of weeks' time. So if Alex Ferguson doesn't take 
you know, Crawley lightly, um, that just shows you why he was, where, why he became who he is. Uh, because he because he put the he put the yards in the hard yards. And if you don't put the hard yards in, you you know you don't go to games that often. Then you then you then you, you, I I just think you get eaten in this game. Because you, you know you don't. A lot of people do it by video now, and I suppose if there's, that's all you can do, then that's all you can do. But if you've got a chance to go, then one should go in, in my opinion. So that's that. Um, uh, Adam, obviously we had to negotiate. Um, some people said, well, I'm. Uh, I had a go at everyone for how 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 Tommy was poached from us, and we're doing the same thing with Curzon. It's not the case at all. Uh, with with Curzon, we there was a there was a release clause. We paid it. We talked to them. We 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 were very very gracious and kind to their their board of directors, and we engaged with them fully all the way along. And um, they were they were fine to us, and we were fine with them, and and we did it properly. We did it in above board manner, and and I think. Yeah, Adam did it in the bathroom, Adam. We all did it that way. So, and we all feel a lot better because of it. I'm sure. So that's that's it. So we 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 didn't we weren't we did not do it in the same way that that was done to us uh, with Mr. Wigginton and Aldershot. So there we go. Um, we now are third from bottom of the National League North. Um, we're I, I mean I'm firefighting a little bit, trying to sort this and sort that, and uh, I, I'm pretty confident that we we'll, we've made the right appointments, the right decisions. And we've got the right people in place to turn the corner. Uh, obviously, we need fans behind us because if you don't have fans behind you in your time of need, then um, the, well, what, you know, there's not much point supporting a football club, really. Um, I don't like this newfangled way of supporting. My youngest boy uh, supports um, PSG because of Mbappe. And I told him one day, I said, what happens if Mbappe moves to Real Madrid? He said, well, I support Real Madrid. So that is not how I brought him up, I hasten to add, before you all have a go at me. Um, and I did tell him that's not the way to support football clubs. But anyway, there you go. That That is, sadly, the, maybe what, what the world that we live in um, now um, slightly is and not quite the same support um, loyalty that um, in the new generation that we're used to in the older generation. Anyway, um, let's hope that's soon nipped in the bud. And, and my debt for equity swap, I think it's a very good idea. I think it gets a lot of people out of trouble. And I think it sorts out a lot of problems with the fan groups as well that maybe feel a little bit less engaged. Well done to Scunthorpe and South End fans for raising tens of thousands of pounds for their clubs in their times of need. That is proper fan power. And I think the, yeah, they should all be very proud of themselves for, for doing what they could do when it was... When it was um, when it, when it was needed, um, and I think fans groups like that have need, need to be rewarded because they're putting their money where their mouth is, and they get on and they 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 do things. And I know it wasn't just fans of those clubs that helped; it was other other football fans as well that put the money, put their hand in their pockets, which is great. That's what football should all be about. Um, and they and and I just see that slipping away a little bit now in the in the yeah in the 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 soul of it is going a little bit in the bigger game, especially in the the Premier League. It's getting worse and worse, and you know, I mean, my old club, who I obviously still still support, but don't go to anymore because Chelsea's my team as I supported as a kid. Um, but you know, they've stopped program subscriptions. Why would you stop program subscriptions? For goodness sake, people giving you eighty quid a year, um, but they have, and they've 
they've yeah, the, obviously the buses are no longer being subsidised. I get that a, li- a little bit with Chelsea. They've got a cosmopolitan, wealthy supporter base, so they can afford to do it. So I do get, I do understand some of it from Chelsea's perspective. But, but the point is, the disconnect is there, and it's growing. And the people that they put in charge of the disconnect aren't really connected to the fan groups, in my opinion, in the first place. So they're not what I call, you know, were they, were they there at Barnsley when we lost four 0 I don't remember any of the people on the board who were there to do it being at Barnsley at four 0 So, um, I, and that's the problem. Um, it's it's just not the same. Um, yeah, they, they, they've got to. The people that they put on these fan groups to represent the fans have to, have to understand the soul of the club, but they also have to understand the club um, has to somehow survive in, in what are, in my opinion, very, very, very difficult circumstances, which is why we're trying to raise investment at the moment with you know, various people. And I have to say, all the investment we've, we've got, uh, inquiries, all of it, and I mean every single penny of it is coming from abroad. So that doesn't say a lot about our local uh, infrastructure and people wanting to help out their local clubs, which, but that's where it is, I guess. That's where it is. So I can't change what, what it is. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But, but there we go. Um, anyone is interested, by the way, in investing in Kings Lynn, please do send me an email, chairman at kltown.co.uk. We'll probably get you a very, very quick response. Anyway, any other questions? I'm not sure, as I say, if you can ask, ask them anymore. I think they've, they've disabled that, that app, um, which was a shame because it was quite useful. But if there's anything you do want to uh, know or discuss, um, please, please ask. And I will try and get another show on. I'm actually away the week after the next, which for three or four days. It probably won't be then. But I will, so I'll either do it next week or I will do it the week after um, when I get back, sorry, not the week after, the week after, the week after, so three weeks' time, so which will still be in, August, in October, so I will get two out in October, which will make up for my lack of performance in September, for which I hope you forgive me. Anyway, I hope your team's doing well and you're enjoying your football season as we've entered into FA Cup week um, in a couple of, uh, this weekend, I think it's uh, after this weekend it goes into the first round proper, which was always an important uh, date for me uh, but obviously sadly this year we're not in it we got knocked out by Averley and we were we deserved to be knocked out by Averley we were, we were nowhere near it um, they were, they wanted it more than us and if you want it in life you generally are the team that are going to get it so um, I can't have any complaints uh, on the day they outran us outfought us outmuscled us were better than us and their striker John Benton who is the uh, the guy that scored the first goal against us uh, what he's doing playing at National League South is beyond me. John Benton should definitely be at the National League, if not higher. He is he's not on contract at Avery, so why no one's come in for him? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. Um, but there you go. I'm not a football director at lots of lot not at a, at a football league club. But if I was, I would be going to make a beeline to his door. Anyway, there we go. Um, hope have a good week. I hope everything's uh, going well in your all your own personal lives. And hopefully, we will um will 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 speak uh, or, or or communicate via via the podcast um in the next couple of weeks. So uh, look forward to um hearing any questions you may have, and I will speak to you and. Uh, put another podcast out again in a couple of weeks' time. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.